the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Happy Fourth of July, my friends. Kaz Taylor here, coming together San Diego. And you know, another way to say Fourth of July is Independence Day. Another way to say Fourth of July is embracing the Judeo-Christian values that God has given us in his constitution and beyond. And I've got somebody with me that's exactly perfect for the Fourth of July Independence Day theme. Her name is Dran Reese, Salt and Light Council. Hey, Dran. Kaz, how are you? Thank you for <laughs> inviting me. I appreciate it. It's a it. pleasure. And when I realized that I had some time available on the Fourth of July, I said, Independence Day, who's a person that really stands for that kind of stuff? You know, a lot of people will say the words, mm-hmm. but you're re- remarkable, and you not only say the words, but you do the words. Beyond doing the words, you encourage other people to do the words. So I know that you are... Um, loaded up and ready to to share some insights. Why don't you start by kind of giving a, a little, just a little teaser about who Dran Reese, the Dran Reese is. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kaz. I'm president of the Salt and Light Council, and it's our job, our main job, to uh, build Salt and Light biblical citizenship ministries in churches. And the whole point of that is so that people will understand what it says in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, so they know why we celebrate July 4th, Independence Day. Yes. Well, a lot of people just, they know the words. What they know is they get some time off. Pretty much. And, yes. and that may be all that they really know. And the truth of the matter is, when you realize the blood that was shed on behalf of the precepts behind this day and the Constitution that it relates to, you'd have a little bit more reverence to it. And also, as we look at things that are going on today, you'd have a lot more reverence for God's plans. Well, I think today, particularly at this 4th of July, yes. while we're experiencing a new shift in America. Oh, my Boy, does the Independence Day mean a lot to us now, because we're seeing our independence being eroded. We're seeing our religious freedom being eroded. And so I think today this is a time, this is a somber assembly. You know, in in years past, we've uh, used Fourth of July as a time, as you said, where we're going out and celebrating and Mm -hmm. taking a weekend and drinking parties and God knows what other people have been doing. Sure. But I think this time we're at home. Because we can't go to our beaches and go out and celebrate the same way we used to. We're at home and we're thinking about what does independence mean? What does America mean? I think this is a very significant time for all of us. And wouldn't you say that uh, the fact that it's in a very real way being threatened makes you ask those questions all the more sincerely and seriously? That is exactly what's happening. I think all of us are wondering, what does this COVID virus mean? What is happening with China? What's happening with Russia? What's happening with this election? What's happening between the Democrat and the Republican Party? Yes. What's happening with these 
these uh, Antifas and Black Lives Matter. What's happening with all of this? Our entire world that we know and knew America to be, the land of the free, the home of the brave, they're all now at home wearing and going out into public with being required to wear masks and to have gloves and social distance. We are now in a world shift. We are basically seeing a new world order happen. And I think all of us are stopping sitting down and questioning and seeking God more. I think that's the most important part of all of this is that we're finally realizing so much of this is out of our immediate control. You know, I, Thank you for mentioning that, that because that's really true with me. I, you know, I have certain capabilities as do you, but this is so far beyond my individual capabilities to do something. Uh, I go, well, I, I know what tools I have. I can sure voice my comments on broadcast and writing and things like that. I can do those things. But uh, I think the, where America garnered her power from the very beginning, it was not a single uh, individual voice. It was a collective voice with this all voicing the same comments and thoughts and that's what made america great and right now we're so uh dissolved we're so segmented we we can't even speak in a in a common voice we know in our heart of hearts uh what judeo-christian values mean in light of them being taken away but we have a trouble voicing them and we don't really know what to do about it and i appreciate you because you take it the next step and say okay maybe don't know exactly what to do with it but i'm going to surround myself with other people and each person has a piece of the puzzle and that's one of the wonderful things about uh you know uh salt and light council and some of the other endeavors that you do you know you you spoke you you rattled off about eight or ten things which uh uh, we need to be aware of as citizens of America. We're going to delve into those in the entire uh, two-hour broadcast of Come Together San Diego. I-, I see in your eyes that there's a frustration that you know that the word needs to be gotten out. You need to know that people need to make their stand on certain things, and you've gone about it uh, with your um, uh, content of character series and all these other different things that you have going on, giving people platforms to communicate that and to be able not only to feel comfortable in it, but to communicate it with other people. Well, I want to get back to a couple of things you said. They were very significant, our Judeo-Christian yes. foundations and who were our founding fathers. And this is what we need to do. Our public school system has not taught the children of America today our true history. Now, that, you, you'd say maybe in the mid-60s or so that b- began disappearing from the schools? Oh, it well, our public school system was never intended to really teach the truth. Uh, that was from day one, and certainly Scripture and the Bible uh, was not a priority, and so they've managed to get rid of the Bible through one of the Supreme Court uh, decisions. I think that was back in 1964, 62 yes. area. <clears throat> but the point, point being is that this... This time, I think this is a moment where we're asking ourselves as a nation, who are we? Mm-hmm. Who were we? Who are we? And what do we want to be? That's right. That's and right. those are significant questions. And I think we need to pause and really ask those questions of ourselves. And I do believe that we need to look back at who we were, because if you don't know what your history is, you're destined to repeat it. Ooh. And who we were was amazing. Sure, our founding fathers, not all of them were perfect, but they certain, certainly were Bible-believing men of God who, who knew that they had a higher power that they owed their soul to. That's right. And that they were doing something for the greater good of society. 
They were building a republic. And it was once said, if you can keep it. If you can keep if it. If you can keep it. Wasn't it called the Great Experiment? The Great Experiment. Well, it's still a great experiment. God is not <laughs> done with this. I have to say, there's a, we have a lot to talk about, Kaz. But I will say that this is a great moment for us to go back to the Constitution and the Declaration and to see what we fought for, to have such a free and prosperous nation where all the countries of the world have wanted to come here. And now that they're here... They've decided to destroy us from within. Oh, my. They have tried to dis- they're trying to destroy this country, and we're seeing it clearly and plainly. And what we're going through right now is a great shaking of America, and the church is the first one yes. to have the wicked shaken right out of it. Yes, yes, yes. You know, th- there's a, a declaration that people that are join the government that they, they, that they say that they— they raise their hand and say, I swear to, you know, to protect the Constitution uh, from enemies that are foreign and domestic. You know, we can handle the enemies that are foreign because we can see them and we can we we can garner the strength and, and the protection and so forth to de- defeat and defend against those guys. But the enemies that are uh, domestic, that is, that, that they are among us. Well, look back at Jesus. He had uh, an enemy in his very midst. And he knew that that was going to happen, and he knew how to deal with it. Here we are in the United States of America, and we have enemies within our midst that do not embrace our Judeo-Christian values. Uh, you know, America's a free, a free nation, and so that has to be allowed to some degree, but not taking over the nation and the precepts of the nation. Well, that's a strategy. Yes. Is to infiltrate the United States of America, take over the highest positions of power, and then uh, rewrite the laws and the rules, and that's been happening. And yes. we have done nothing, really, to stand up against those laws. And These are God's laws. Yes. And we've allowed foreign intruders into this country. This is a treasonous act. Mm. And we have government officials who we can name who have allowed these people into this country and who themselves may have been treasonous in their actions. So we have a lot yes. at stake right now. And it's time that America wake up. And open up their eyes yes. and get illuminated, like that light bulb that goes off that says, aha, I finally have it. America needs to wake up. And I'm saying now, it's they need smelling salt. Oh, my. oh yes, absolutely. Respir- We've got plenty of respirators in the United <laughs> States these days, but unfortunately, the church, symbolically and spiritually, really needs them. Dran Reese, uh, Salt and Light Council, and so much more. I'm thrilled that you're going to be spending the entire two hours with us on Come Together San Diego. And I... I- when you came in, I said, take the boxing gloves off. We're getting serious. And you said, I'm not even wearing the boxing gloves anymore. I've been going bare knuckle for a long time. And you have indeed. You are a real fighter and really appreciate you. My friends, we're celebrating the Declaration of Independence, not only in word, but hopefully in deed today on Come Together San Diego. And it's time for us to not only declare our independence, as this day and time frame suggests, but also to live out our independence. And Dren Reese is with me for the entire two hours of Come Together San Diego, and we're going to give uh, brutally honest insights. But beyond the insights, we're going to give you some tools that you can be uh, garnering and making this happen, not only in your own life, but impacting the people all around you when Dren and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego. 
the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. And I'm back with Fran Reese of Salt and Light Council, remarkable organization, and she's got several others we're going to be talking about in this two-hour period as well. Dran, I see you thumbing through probably one of your favorite books. The Bible is your favorite book, I know. But there's a thing called the Constitution of the United States, and here we are on Fourth of July, Independence Day. I think you and I agree that pieces of this really need to be declared specifically right now. So you've got the pages open to it. Uh, would you describe what you're going to be reading here, uh, Grand Reese? And listen, my friend, this is these are not just mere words. These are words that have been written in a document uh, against which many, many people have given their lives. And we need to not only be aware of that, but we need to give our life and lifestyle over to God's precepts within this writing as well. Dran, what's going on here? Well, I love the title, The Declaration of Independence, <laughs> because even when we pray, we are to declare God's word oh, I like it. over our country. So when our founders came here, they declared independence. And I'd like to read that in honor of the United States of America, an action of the Second Continental Congress, July 4th, 1776. And I'll just read a little bit. Sure. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to separation. We hold these truths mm-hmm. to be self Evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among them are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, Mm -hmm. that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. Wow. Powerful words penned by many, uh, many people that loved this country in its inception and and stood by it even sometimes until the death. And what's so significant about this is when people say, where's God? God's not in the Constitution. Oh, please. This is inextricably linked to the Constitution where it says the laws of nature, nature's God. And nature's God. And the Creator. Oh, my. Is there any doubt about that? There's no doubt about this. And they're supposed to be self-evident that there is a God. Yes. And that he is our God here in the United States of America. And that this land was, had to leave, had to break away from British rule because they were trying to dictate how people could express their faith. Mm -hmm. They they wanted to limit that. They wanted to limit that. And that's what's happening to us again. That's exactly what's happening. And I have to say, there might be a time when we might have to call this Declaration of Independence into action once again in our United States. Well, yes, 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 yes. And, and depending on what part of the country you are, more so in some parts than others. But, you know, I, I really appreciate the Bible Belt. There, I mean, there are a lot of people there that you don't mess with me. You don't mess with uh, my Constitution. You don't mess with the Ten Commandments. And we're going to not only surround it, but we're going to be capable of de- <laughs> defending it. Well, I, I, I got to tell you, I'm frustrated because there are a lot of wimps 
And sometimes I have a my wimpish character comes up and go, hmm, maybe I shouldn't, you know, stir that up. But the the lion in me goes, are you kidding me? That's what you're built for. That's right. Well, going on in the Declaration of Independence, I just keyed into these words right now that that the government laying its foundation on such principles most likely to affect their safety and happiness. You know, our founding fathers had our safety and happiness in mind, and they knew that we would have safety and happiness when we had the Lord God and when we were free to practice our faith to establish our lives in in the proper order and to protect our families. And that's why we wound up with a constitution that signed, sealed, and delivered what was written in the Declaration of Independence. And if I may, I'm going to read the opening of that. Okay. The Constitution in honor of the United States of America and this day. And happy birthday, America. Sorry that this is a a challenging one, but uh, we can get through it. And I emphasize the word we. Dren? We, (laughs) not them, Uh but we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. And I might say that those two paragraphs that I read in the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution should be the minimal amount that every American in our country should have memorized. Yes. Well, but one of the things, of course, in the educational system, one of the things that went early on in that was the whole idea of the Constitution and the whole idea of biblical precepts, and therefore the immediately was challenged our Judeo-Christian values. Exactly. And, and what's happening here, even here in the Constitution, it says blessings of liberty. Well, who offers blessings? Mm, that's so good. It, the blessings only come from God. Yes. Blessings don't come. I mean, you someone can bless you, but he receives he's the, he's his blessing. He's the blesser of the blesser. Right. He's just the <laughs> interceder, so to speak, of the God himself. I know. That's good. But the point is, is God is all over. And when we talk about posterity, it is our job as American citizens to leave this nation a better nation for our children. Oh, That's yes. our posterity. And I have to ask everyone in America, as you look around, are we doing that? Are we leaving America a better place today than we w- when we were born? And I have to say, folks, I cry in my spirit. Yes. I cry. Actually, this morning I spoke to my daughter who's in New York, and I said, please, I'm asking you to move back. Get mm. out of New York. My. Because New York is ground zero for what might be coming in September, a second wave of the COVID virus. Well, it's ground zero for a lot of things. Ground zero for a lot of things, yes. And by the way, that's where George Washington, when he dedicated the United States, dedicated it at that little church that's now become an LGBT church Mm. uh, Mm. over there. But it was the the one church that did not uh, uh, succumb to the 9-11 attacks, so uh-huh. it was pretty amazing. Yes. So we have, a, we have a rich history. We have a rich history if we can keep it. <laughs> if we can keep it. And yes. we can keep it. It's up to everybody That's who's right. listening today to not cower, but start off with prayer. Yes. And prayer is so essential. But you need to know what you're praying for. Don't just pull thin air pri- 
uh, prayers out of the air because you may not be praying in accordance with the word of God. And you may be declaring evil over our country. You may be declaring that. And, and we have the Declaration of Independence. We declared our independence. We, we took a bullhorn out and said, this is the way it's going to be. Now, yes. what way do we want America to be yes. now and in the future? We've allowed, because we did not take our bullhorns out, the church itself has been very silent and said, we declare that we want marriage between a man and a woman. We declare that we want life, not abortion. Yes. That is the megaphone that we should have been declaring, but instead we allowed a, a bunch of, um, uh, you know, godless, That's atheist, right. uh, so-called scientists, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I now understand that whole story about science being um, so, hijacked by so-called, so-called, so-called scientists. Science, yes, yes. We, we're, we're being lied to in our country on yeah. every level, and we need to wake up and we need to be clear and, and get serious about what we want for america exactly and i have to say i find the only way is the christian way oh preach it sis in fact i'm going to let uh, dran reese of salt and light council preach it throughout the two-hour broadcast of come together san diego you know uh, dran there there's a phrase that was used i think it actually was coined by jerry falwell many years ago but he talked about the moral majority Mm mm-hmm and uh, I would rename it the silent majority, unfortunately, mm. because we are, you know, we think it's holy to, to not say anything. We think it's righteous to just kind of let God have his way and, and not intervene on his behalf. That is completely adverse to Scripture. He calls us to be, you know, his disciples, not watch the things going on. We need to interject ourselves into this. So in this Full two hours, I'm going to invite you. You've got some specifics that you have uh, learned about uh, training people and then holding them into uh, accountability. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk about those things when we come back. So are you willing to do that? Oh, I would love to. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, my listening friend, I hope, you know, happy 4th of July, happy Independence Day. Uh, I'd hate to have to rename this in a year or two the Non-Independence Day. Mm -hmm. Now I'm serious. serious. That would be very sad, but in truth that's what's uh, at risk right here and god has given us and empowered us to make not only our stand but his stand and our stand is actually his stand through us not singularly don't worry about that but understand that god's going to put people to your left and to your right and we we've got things to do john reese with the salt and light council and i are going to not only talk about that but we're going to give you some keys that you can be a big old part of it as well This nation is one nation under God, and God wants us to help him keep it that way. Dren and I will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Hello, San Diego. This is Rick Sines from uh, Red Seal Ministries. I just bless you and ask you just to receive the love of the Lord at this time, uh, this open season we have in San Diego. Come together, San Diego, with Cass Taylor on AM 1210, K-Praise. And yes, indeed, I am back with Grand Reese, Salt and Light Council Maestro. 
And I say, you know what a maestro does, my listening friend? They're the ones who, who takes the the group of people that each one plays their own instrument and they orchestrate it, so to speak, pun intended. They orchestrate it so it sounds harmonious. And that's one of the things that Dran is very good about. She sees people, and there are a lot of people, Dran, aren't there, that are running around that would say, we want to do something, but we just really don't have a clue. There are, and uh, we have all the things that they can do, and I love the fact that we do. <laughs> exactly. So one of the things I love watching you do is orchestrate these things. You you, you have a, a many people that uh, em- embrace this vision that you have, and uh, they have pieces of the puzzle. They may be a violinist, or they may be a drummer, or whatever it is, and you go, okay, well, that will fit here. But all of a sudden, you realize as they're doing that thing, you go, you have other hidden talents, don't you? And all of a sudden, people go, I didn't even know I had those things. And you've been uh, astute enough as a conductor to be able to to uh, pull this together, kind of like uh, one of God's uh, leading army people under the tutelage of the captain of the host. Yes, and I think that we actually have one of the key ingredients for the Church of America. Come on now, she set me up. I can see it in the way that she said. <laughs> she gave me the old batty eyes. Okay. Uh, well, I, okay. what I want to tell you is that in America, in our last segment, I, I want to say that I felt as if we really honored the Lord yes. by reading the Declaration and the Constitution. And when you ended, I had a thought that went through my mind that was, we're we're worth fighting for. Oh, my. We're worth fighting for. America is such a great and beautiful nation. And Benjamin Franklin said only a virtuous people are capable of freedom. As nations become corrupt and vicious, they have more need of masters. Say so, that part again. That is remarkable. And I want you to be listening to this with today's ears, my friend. Would you repeat that, Dren? Bingo. Open your ears because this is this is poignant. This yes. is critical. Benjamin Franklin said, only a virtuous and people are capable of freedom. As nations become corrupt and vicious, they have more need of masters. Now, if you look at that, is America worth fighting for? Our founding fathers circled their life around the Bible. They were prayer. They were prayer warriors. That's how the entire Constitution and Declaration of Independence came about in the first place. And we built a nation where we had schools. We taught our children in the way that they should go in our churches. The Bible was the most important book in history. And it was taught to everyone in America. And that's what made America great. Yes. We were a virtuous people. And I frankly think we're still a we virtuous, still are. virtuous people. Uh, sadly, a lot of that stuff has been buried underground. Well, when nations become corrupt, now here's the thing. We have abdicated our role in government, and I wanted to address that one thing where you were starting to go. It's coming down to a choice of two things, mm-hmm. period. God or government. Right. Or another period. way of saying that is, is God or godlessness, and government can be godless if it doesn't include God within it. Well, if you go back to our Declaration of Independence and Constitution, yes. what was the hierarchy intended to be? God first, mm-hmm. we the people second, yes. over government. So our yes. governmental officials work for us. But Kaz, Come on. can you tell me how it's flipped around now? Oh, my, my. Oh, I can if I walk outside... Uh, um, if I walk outside without a mask on or if I walk right. outside and I disobey 
government or right. city government or some mayor or some council person's abstraction uh, of government, I can find out what this my my freedoms that are actually being taken away and my actual constitutional rights. Yes, I can see that clearly. And what about the church? Come on, oh, look come what's on. happening to the church. Come on, the church for years has been bullied and persecuted, and we even have that in the Book of Revelations about the persecuted church, oh, and my. we know that that was a, was going to happen, and so. Where we're at now in this country is that we have to make a decision. Are we going to take this laying down? Are we Mm. going to take our government now running roughshod over the American people, over the church, over our schools, telling us what to do and how to behave? And we work for them. And by the way, God is nowhere to be found. God has been booted out of all institutions, been booted out of businesses. You You can't pray. You can't have, you know, symbols on the wall of the cross of Jesus Christ. Uh, you'll be turned over to the uh, politically correct police. Oh, yes. And and political correctness has, by the way, been the Marxist weapon that has shut down pastors. They don't speak about the issues anymore. They don't talk. They, well, as far as I've been at church, mm-hmm. I never heard them talk about the issues. Maybe once in a while, you know, gave us a ragtag talk on uh, abortion, sure. but very little involvement. And so what we have is that because the church has retreated from government, because the church held government at bay, the church was above we the people, and we were above government. That was the proper order. The church, God's, God. yeah, God's, God's purveyor church, yes, of yes. the word of God, yes. made us a virtuous people. But Satan knew that if he could attack the church and he could make politics so unpalatable, so evil, that good Christians would turn away from it. Yes. and. He could rule. He could rule the country. And frankly, that's what he's done. Sure. Because I remember when I was growing up and I was I did not grow up in a Christian home. I didn't want to be involved in government. I didn't want to be involved with all those dirty elected politicians. Sure. But I had no idea that they were the ones that were rewriting all of God's laws. Oh my. When I became a Christian, then I woke up. I had a serious come to Jesus meeting. And that's when I realized that Satan has had his hand in our government and it's the one that is rewriting the future of America is government, yes. rewriting the future of the church. And unless the church stops what they're doing and makes government a priority in every single church in America, government, hear come on, me, come on, come on. hear me, pastors, hear me, people. You go to your pastors and say, I want a governmental ministry in this church forever that will keep watch on the issues and legislation that will stop the evil from uh, taking over our country where we can identify people who will run for office where we can identify good christians and help promote them and get them into office you can call it a day for america yes 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 and you know the statistics on the people that are uh, churchgoers that do not vote is it rends my heart it rends my heart we have we have the power we have the we, power. We definitely have the power. But what are we doing with it? And uh, the enemy wants to keep us in the dark. Basically, literally, he wants to keep us in the dark. And we, we go, <clears throat> and he, he knows scripture well enough to say, you need to be humble. You need to be meek. You're not supposed to do these kind of things because that's an affront. It isn't an affront. And so it's, it's making a stand. You know, look in scripture and, and the scriptures that talk about uh, the good works rather than the doing nothing stuff. I know you have some things to say on this topic. I, I can talk forever on this. <laughs> I, I, I just want to get this one point clear, though. Yes. I want to make sure that your listeners hear this. You must, if you're a Christian, 
and you love this country and you are celebrating the 4th of July today, mm, come and on. you are wondering in your spirit and your soul, what's wrong? What is going on? I'm telling you now that the sleeping giant is in the church. You are the light of the world. Your church is the light of the world. You get back into your church. You insist that the church start having their services, Mm -hmm. whether you're doing them at home or you're doing them live. I don't care how you do it, but you unify with your church. And this time you take on government. Yes. You take on government straight on. You know, I, I thought about it when a pastor chooses to go to seminary. You know, this has been one of the criticisms of many of the pastors of today. And Mm -hmm. this is why I think a great shaking of the church is occurring is because we're getting rid of the weak pastors who Mm. really, you know, have this more as a job, not as a calling. But I see pastors taking on this job as they're enlisting in the army Mm -hmm. and they have to go to boot camp, that they've put their life on the line. No pastor should be in the pulpit unless they truly believe that they are willing to lay down their life for their sheep. Yes. Lay down at the gate for their sheep. Yes. Otherwise, get out of the pulpit. Yes. Get out. Let's spend the next segment talking about this in in greater detail. We're about ready to take a break here. But one of the things that I see, you know, I've been doing unity-related things all over over, uh, San Diego for decades, literally. And one of the things that I see are a lot of pastors haven't been given their own direct, you know, they, some pastors are, you, you know, are under board of directors or they're under different uh, governmental structures. And sometimes a, a pastor is afraid to make their stand because of what other people might say that are in authority over them. Well, let's talk about this in the next segment because God wants his church back, plain and simple. And if he has his church back that are listening to his voice when he says, do this, we do it. Is, is that fair? That's fair. Okay. Dran Reese, Salt and Light Council. I knew we were going to open this lid, and here we go. Opening, it's actually a fire hydrant, uh, and uh, we're not going to use a hose. We're going to let her spray when Dran Reese and I come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next on AM 1210 K Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Yes, indeed. Back again. Come together, San Diego. Happy 4th of July. Because God has had plans for the United States, and you see this worked out not only in his constitution, but in his people. Here we are at a time, and we're talking this segment about pastors, and pastors have a great role in all of this. Dran, I know this is a, a topic that's dear to your heart as well. And uh, in the last segment, we talked a little bit about some pastors may feel that they, you know, they may be restrained from the bottom or the top. In other words, the congregation may have restraints, or the people that are over them that may be board of directors or whatever the structure of that church is may say, you know, let's cool it a little bit. But the truth of the matter is, pastor. You have a flock. You have a group of people here. They're your family. What are you going to do? What are we going to do to protect them? Uh, and, and that's really a serious thing. So, Dran, I know you had some thoughts on this, and you work with churches and pastors all over the place. So I'm sure you have some wonderful insights. We're, we're taking off the gloves here, friends. We're being between the eyes. Dran? James four seventeen says, when you know the good you ought to do and yes. you don't do it, it's a sin. As a Having worked with so many pastors, I have to say first that they have a very big job. Oh, mm. They have a lot of people today that have all sorts of problems with divorce, mental issues, drugs, alcohol, 
So my heart goes out to them. Indeed. Which is exactly the reason why they need a salt and light biblical citizenship ministry in their church, to drag and drop the the responsibility of knowing everything that's going on in America with the legislation, the bills, the the deep state, the elites, uh, where our country is headed, all the laws. That's why they need an in-house governmental civics ministry. I don't care what you call it or who you get it from. I prefer you get it from us, the Salt and Light Council, because we have a great program sure. and it works. And I have a bunch of testimonials that if we ever have time today, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you some of the things that we're doing from uh, raising people up to run for office yes, to, to building voter guides and, and getting involved in elections and doing biblical worldview right, training. Sure. The content I mean, of character have, series. It's just, amazing. Yeah, you, it's we, off, yeah, exactly. Off the charts. Let me just say to any of you out there, if you're ready to get engaged and you're a pastor in a church, we have the tools and the training. You can be up and running in a short period of time, and we can be engaged working together. And that's the key, working together. You're not alone out there. That's right. But forget all that. Getting the permission of a pastor is like getting a root canal. (laughs) (laughs) And and let's reflect on why that is. And there... you know, because I, the church is silent, because the church has abdicated its role. And going back to our earlier segment, this is where the church needs to change their way of operation, period. Mm-hmm. They have a pie. Here's a pie of the church, and there are slices for each one of their ministry, women's, youth groups, mm-hmm. and children, uh, and, and, you know, and, homeless yeah. children, yeah, homeless yeah. outreach, yada, sure. yada. But the one thing that I don't see in most of the churches of America is a governmental ministry. It's as if they've abdicated their role. We're to be in all the world, not a portion of the world. That's right. But the one portion of the world that we're supposed to be in, which is the governmental mountain, the church has walked away from yes. because they find it too political, or they don't want to talk about those issues, or don't want to offend anyone. I have 32 excuses from pastors. Oh, you know, the the end times are coming. We're going to be raptured out of here. But my favorite one of all is, I don't want to offend anyone. Wow. Well, if you take the word offend and you turn it around, it means fend off. Mm. Pastors and churches and the citizens of the church need to get their act together. You're either going to be the church or just shut your doors. My, my. I mean, it's nice. Or, or be, a, be a social club and, be a social and, and club. admit that that's what you are. Exactly. We're out to fight a war. Mm. And the battle is government. And who owns government right now is Satan. Yes. He has chosen to corrupt it and turn it into a vicious, communistic, socialist, progressive mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. And we're now, our 4th of July, I will bet there are a lot of you that would rather be on your bikes, <laughs> taking a nice bike yes, ride right. down the boardwalk, yes. or going to a wonderful park with your family, but you're not. And because you're afraid. You're afraid, yeah. You're afraid because you're going to get pulled over by the police who are going to say that you're too close to your daughter mm-hmm. <laughs> or or your friends. Yes. Or you're not wearing a mask. Yes. Who are these people? Well, they they, ha- they have a, a, a plan, a strategy, and the thing is, it's worked before. In history, it has worked before. In the Old Testament and the New Testament, it's worked before uh, when Germany was kowtowed against a, a voice that was stronger than theirs who espoused wisdom at first, but then there was an undergirding of control. Right, and Hitler. It, that's exactly right. right. But, but you know, you talk about the different uh, rulers, and anybody who is not founded on godly principles can go there quickly, and some who have started out with godly 
principles can kind of leak there as well. My listening friend, uh, let, we we're talking to pastors in this segment. Right. I tell you what, my pastor friends, it's, it's you know making your stand is costly, uh, but also my parishioner friends, making your stand is costly. But costly is what we do because right. we've got the guy who paid the freight on this. That's right. We we have one chance to get it right. And we better decide that we're going to be men and women of God and do and 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 become the the army like we are the Roman soldiers. We mm-hmm. wear the suit of armor. Mm-hmm. We are already suited up for battle. Yes. You know, and I love my battle plan. My battle plan is when I go out there and I see somebody who's weeping and crying, I ask them, would you like to get right before the Lord? Yes. And I have an opportunity to witness to people. And each and every one of us needs to be on duty for the Lord with our first step being that of peace and of bringing people into the kingdom. But if they don't want to hear the truth and they throw the first punch, I'll be the first one to throw that punch back. You'll you'll be engaged. I'll be engaged. And let me just say this, that I think that the church needs to understand that we are in such a serious position as a body of Christ now. You have been bullied to the point where your doors have been shut, where you can barely hold services without social distancing. Some of these churches are trying to do home churches that are not working, where they're trying to get groups of 10 in various homes, and it's not working. But you know what we've become? We've become like the covert church of China. Mm. That's what we've become. Yes. And we've become subservient to the government instead of government being our tool to change things. Absolutely. And my, it keeps coming for me on this segment. It keeps coming back to my dear, sweet pastor friends. And, you know, th- there's a lot of times when we weren't threatened by the end of the age. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that it was okay to do feel good messages. Because right. people could get, oh, feel good and go home and then come back and get another feel good message to repair anything that happened during the week. And it's different now. It's different now. We have to live, breathe, speak, declare, and put our faith in God and his word or else we are going to falter and fall. Us individually, our families, our churches, our nation. So we have to be more and more willing to not only make our stand, even if it, if, even if it seems to like cost you something, as long as you know you're on God's side and God is on your side. Well, I just ask everyone out there, how bad do you want it? Mm, How bad do you want the United States of America to remain a free and prosperous nation where you can build a business whenever you want to, where you can walk on the streets whenever you want to, where you can go to the store and have a plethora of food choices and options? That's right. And you can can have an education system that supports your Judeo-Christian values instead of tears you away from them. Right. How bad do you want it? Ask yourself today on July 4th. This day of independence, how bad do you want the United States of America? Because if you do from this point forward, I want you to know, brace yourself. Brace yourself. Brace yourself. About a minute and a half right now left in this segment. Would you speak specifically to pastors from, Dred's got this ability. She's got a compassionate heart, but also an, an unwavering heart. She she doesn't uh, acquiesce to the powers of the enemy. So when she speaks the truth, you'll, you'll see compassion there, but she's also not going to acquiesce to enemy tactics. Would you spend the next minute as we prepare for the break here to speak specifically to our pastor friends and associate pastors and those who are in leadership in the church environment, Dran Reese, Salt and Light Council? Well, pastors, I'm just going to speak to you as a woman. We need our men. Mm. We need our men to stand up and fight for our families. 
We need our men, and we need particularly the men of God in the church. Come on. This is where you break my heart, Mm. because God didn't call me to this as his first choice. I'm a last resort. I'm here because I thought I could offer a solution for the church, for the pastors to not have to worry about all the governmental issues out there and uh, the laws that are being rewritten and the attack on our children with comprehensive sexual education that I could provide a service for your church. And yet getting in the door and talking to you was like pulling teeth. And now look where our country is. Come on. And so I see where we are in history is that we're in a spiritual battle and pastors, you have got to take your role. If, if you can, I'm just asking, please. Yes. Please go fight for your families, My. for your wives, for your children, and step out there. And let me tell you, our ministry will be right behind you. My. And we will provide the armor, we'll provide the bullets, we'll provide <laughs> our Second Amendment yes, exactly. things that we all need, and we all need them. I will provide them. Oh, my. I will provide them for you, and we will stand behind you, and we will lock arms church to church to church. And let me tell you, I can identify who the pastors are out there that are worth their salt. I'm asking for the rest of you to be worth your salt. (sighs) Between the eyes, word from Dran Reese, Salt and Light Council. We're going to continue this conversation when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ San Marcos Poway and K29CR Encinitas. FM 106.1 North County. AM 1210 San Diego. K-Praise. I'll tell the world. Come together, San Diego, with Cass Taylor on AM 1210, K-Praise. And back again for another hour of Come Together, San Diego, with a uh, remarkable topic. It's even more remarkable because the day that we're celebrating right now is called the 4th of July, a.k.a. Independence Day, a.k.a. a day we don't want to look back on the calendar and say, this is the 4th of July that we lost our independence. We don't want to say that. And there's a lot that God has given us that we don't have to say that. And a lot of it is dealing with his written word, but also his spiritual word that lives within us that we can a- activate. And we've been talking about pastors, Dran Reese, my uh, Salt and Light Council co-host for this two hours. We've been talking about that, and I know it wrenched your heart to have to talk with pastors in that way, because I look at pastors and I go, you know, pastors, kind of the middle of the bullseye, people are shooting at that pastor uh, from any different angle. Many of it may be in their own governmental structure, many of it may be in their parishioners, But and I, I feel real, you know, Dare I say these things? A pastor's thinking, dare I say this th- these things? I may lose people in my church. I may be rejected from this particular denomination. Who's called you? If a denomination has called you or if people have called you to the ministry, then you need to acquiesce to them. But if God has called you to the ministry, we need to acquiesce to God. And that's really where we are right now. Isn't that right, Dran? So I want you to carry this conversation a little bit further uh, and then give a website where people can go to find out more about Salt and Light Council. Sure. I think that we just need spiritual courage. 
<clears throat> and that spiritual courage for pastors, I know, is a very difficult thing when they have an elder board because I certainly have yes. heard those excuses. My my elder board uh, said we couldn't have a salt and light ministry. So what do you do? You're the pastor of a church that is neutering you, basically. Oh my! That that is neutering you, basically. Those those are words to. Uh, put into your conscience and subconscious. I, I'm serious. It's, we're, we're not bantering about my gentle words right now. This is the truth. What are we going to do about it? And we who are not in the pastorate ha- have that same kind of accountability in our job, in our families, and with other things as well. What are we going to do about it? I'm tired of being restrained. Right. <clears throat> it's sort of like a hobbling. Oh, that's right. Is another way of saying mm-hmm. that. So <clears throat> what do you do? Well, again, this is the reason why we established the Salt and Light Council, is that it is, it's a ministry where you are engaging the people in your church. You can have a ministry at the church that takes issue with the uh, issues and legislation from a biblical standpoint. Everything that we do is legal, scriptural, and biblical. Yes. So in order to find out what we actually do, give us a chance, please. This is your one last shot in America to be the right. church worth their salt. Okay, because the, the, the way you're, you've been doing it has only gotten, gotten us to this point. Maybe try something else, a little bit bolder. And I promise you that you won't be disappointed, but you must engage the people in your church in, in having knowledge about what our government is all about and doing to the church. In order for that to happen, you don't have to do it personally. You just find a volunteer leader. And I'm going to go be so bold as to say, I think the time has now changed where you need to hire mm. a person in your church and make this a full-time position in your church if you want to have your church. Again, I ask you the question, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want America? You could be a simple uh, milk toast church, which is fine, just feeding milk uh, to the to the babies and bringing them to Christ. And there's nothing wrong nothing with that. Nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. I will give you that. But for the rest of us who have gone past the milk and are looking for some meat to chew on, I want to know where those pastors are. I'm looking for the meat churches, yes. and I don't find them out there. I don't find meat churches out what there. What a sad testimonial. And my, my pastoral friends, you know, what, one of the things that I have observed is that it's really easy to shoot ammunition, friendly fire at people, and bring them down and bring the vision down. What's more challenging and what is more godly is to come alongside uh, people and some of the skill sets that God has given you can help whatever the God's cause is in the midst of that. And it is upon you and I to come alongside people like Dran, who is really a forerunner in this kind of thing, and other people, because sometimes we just sit in our little room and we go, what could we do? Well, it's out there. God's given you people to surround you to do this. Give a website so that pastors can dig into Salt and Light Council and uh, and find out more. But even that, there are a lot of people you know, and I do, Dran and my listening friend, they're not only the pastors in the church, that there are the people that are uh, involved instrumentally in the church that bear weight, and their word bears weight as well. If you're one of those, take this down and do a little bit of research and then make that next step. Dran, how do people get a hold of you? It's www.salt, not pepper, but salt, and <laughs> A-N-D, light, not dark, but light. Come on. Council, C-O-U-N-C-I-L dot org, saltandlightcouncil.org. When you go to that homepage, you're going to see about five or six different ministries on there. They all work in unison together. So go to Salt and Light Council first. That's the mothership, so to right. speak, the, the, that oversees all the mm-hmm. rest of the ministries. 
And <clears throat> just go to the homepage, watch the four videos on there. It's a broad overview of what we do. But I am available. Sure. And let me give my email, Dran, D-R-A-N, at saltandlightcouncil.org. Dran, D-R-A-N. I would love to talk to any pastor out there. I am truly, truly looking for those pastors who are willing to engage now. I have a handful of pastors out yes. there who are willing to engage with you and take their role and responsibility very seriously. And I believe that the, that that these Gideons, these real strong pastors, that we can actually make a difference here in the state of California. And we need to, because have you not noticed how bad California is oh right my. now yes. on every level? It's like the enemy knows that California is a danger because if we make our state, California has some strong people in it. We just have to know that God's made us strong and make those stands. This, 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 I'm talking, this county, this city, this county, this state, and this nation can be impacted by your obedience, my listening friend, by your obedience. Yes. And I, I would also say as part of that obedience, it's understanding this very, very simple concept, again, remember that it's either God or governments. Now that we've established that <clears throat> God needs to be under all of us and we need to put it in its proper position and that every church in America needs a governmental ministry. We've established that in this phone, in this, in this yes. time together, right? Mm-hmm. This is the way it has to be now and forevermore. Yes. Forevermore. Now that the church has a governmental ministry, what does that mean? Okay. We have platforms. When we when we say that when we go out into the world, we have platforms on which we stand, and yes. those platforms are firmly found in the Bible. Now, we have a two-party system in America, the Democrats and Republicans, and both of them have their own written platforms that they stand on. Yes. Now, I'm going to say one of those parties stands very close to God, and the other one is where evil is being housed. Sure, and, and I'll, I need to make a defense on this, too, and that is on paper— we stand very close to God. Sometimes when we, we acquiesce, when we're in the in the, the little bit of fire, firing lines going on there, we go, oh, okay, we will compromise this or that. No time for compromise. It's time for God's kids to make a stand and people to surround them and embrace God's plans through them. Isn't that right, Dren Reese? Compromise. What good is compromise? I mean, compromise is like the Church of Laodicea. Oh, come on. You know, I get I get a kick out of these pastors say, you know what? I'm not picking a party. You know, I'm neither Democrat or Republican. And I say to them, what are you like? You're on the fence. That's like the Church of Laodicea. You're neither warm. You're neither hot nor cold. cold. And guess what the Lord's going to do to you? You need to pick. You need to decide this day who you're going to serve. If you're going to serve Baal, then serve Baal. But if you're going to serve the Lord, then serve the Lord. And that means with your vote. And I'm saying that to every citizen of the church. Today, you must choose. It's not about black and white, the color of a person's skin. It's about their values. What do they stand for? You have to look at the fruit of what these elected officials and these people are doing. And when you start analyzing the fruit, and I brought some of the bad fruit with me Mm. and some of the good fruit, but it's mostly bad fruit coming out of Sacramento. And we have a majority in Sacramento, uh, you know, who are really bearing very rotten, dirty, bad fruit and going after our children. So I have to say, um, I could talk on this for a while. We're going to talk about it in the next segment, because because I'll tell you what this we're getting down to it now. We've we've moved the uh, 
the covering so that you can see the inner workings of these things. And my friend, Judeo-Christian values are beyond threatened. It looks like if we don't make adjustments now, not tomorrow, not the next day, not the next day, now we have a very good likelihood of losing the Constitution, losing our Judeo-Christian values, and uh, then we look back and go, I remember those were the good old days, but we can't, um, and then you look around and say, I dare not say this with anybody around here, that we can't have that kind of America. We cannot have that kind of America. It's time for us to make our stand. We're going to talk more about that in these next segments, and I'm going to leave you with a scripture, and I want you to consider which one of these three aspects, or, or all of them, that you actually stand by and that you're comfortable with. And there's a scripture in the book of Revelation. Listen to this. And they overcame him, the enemy, by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Which one of those three do you embrace? That'll tell you a lot about what you're willing to do. But I'm trusting that many people that are listening to this are willing to go all the way, whatever it takes. Now we have Dran Reese with Salt and Light Council to give us one element of the solutions. There are other people and other solutions around, but she's here with me right now. We're going to delve into that when Dran Reese of Salt and Light Council and Kaz not only say happy 4th of July, but we say we'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Welcome back. Brand new segment of Come Together San Diego on this 4th of July weekend. And we say happy 4th of July, happy Independence Day. And it is God's heart's cry that America keeps this as an Independence Day. That we are independent from government uh, constraints and interdependent upon God as he is dependent upon us to be his kids. So Dren Reese is with me, Salt and Light Council. Uh, boy, the, the, the gloves are a thing of the past. We've taken those off long ago and we're getting very serious about things because, you know, there's times to kind of talk, talk gently about things, but we're in a time of threat and a time of uh, challenge in the United States. In fact, our very Judeo-Christian values are threatened and being challenged, and we need to make stands, but we also need to declare words. Isn't that right, Dren? We do. Uh, the fire is here. We uh, we have either got to get out there and put the fire out, or right. uh, we're going to get burned alive. I'm with you. You know, there's a scripture that I was talking about with you during the break, and it's in Isaiah uh, chapter 9. It says, and the, it's talking about Jesus, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And you, you look around and you go, the government is furthest place right now is not near God in any way, shape, or form. And so God wants it to be... Because when he rules and reigns, uh, the government's going to be on his shoulders. We kids preparing for his coming need to get the strategy right and get this process right so that we can hand the baton to him so that the government can be and will be upon his shoulders and uh, we will be bearing that weight as well as his kids. So uh, let's dig into some government stuff here. You know, there's a, it's a time for accountability, not only for the church, but also people that have been running and making promises in, in, in political offices and they haven't kept their promises and they've acquiesced to uh, the opposite of Judeo-Christian values Socialists, communist uh, values and things like that. It's aggravating, aggravating, Grant. What are your thoughts on this? 
Well, in our last sec- uh, section, we were talking about the platforms yes. in, the, in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Those are our platforms. We stand on that. And I hope that all of your listeners stand on that. And don't compromise. And by the way, you are. Some of you are out there. Um, <clears throat> when, uh, you know, I talked to some people on a plane one day and asked them um, if, who they voted for. And when they told me who they voted for, I said, how can you do that? Because mm-hmm. they're pro-abortion That's and right. pro-homosexual marriage. And they said... Well, that's not true. Oh. That's not true. And they said, and look at all the good he's done. He's, he's giving us money for our communities. And I thought to myself, well, there it is. We're selling our soul for a bowl of soup. My, my. No, that's true. And furthermore, they don't believe that their president or the person that they elect to actually has it in them to do that because they're not really truly paying attention to the fruit that they're bearing. So, Explain that a little bit more deeply. I'm not sure I fully understand what you just said. Well, that, that's what I'm hoping that I can do in this segment, okay. is I want to talk about the platforms. I think this is so important, and I think that many people out there have identified it's all about alignment, who you align with. And right now, there is a major alignment happening right now. Yeah, the both wheat, directions. In yeah. both directions. The, the wheat and the tares. The wheat and the tares. <laughs> so because there is an alignment, I'm asking all your listeners to finally walk in passive righteousness for his namesake, because if you are walking in passive righteousness, you're walking... In the right way. Yes. But if you're voting or you are compromising in any manner, you're walking in the wrong way. Yes. And when I look at the two political parties, there's one on the right and there's one on the left. Okay. There is, uh, and they have dramatic differences between the two. Now, I'm not going to exactly mention who's who does what, but I want you to know that. You already know my listening. Oh, folks, you 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 know. know. (laughs) You do know, but I'm really going to reinforce it. Yes. So here you go. I just want to read a few things because both of these platforms were were read in detail. And I want to give credit to one of our uh, uh, pastors. Some of them are are red in detail. Some of them are blue. (laughs) (laughs) I got that. (laughs) Uh, the heart of the left leans. Uh, what is it? Uh, the heart of the, the heart of the left leans to uh, uh, corruption, know. and the, the heart of the right leads to the right. She, anyway, there's something she, like she, that. She's <laughs> quoting scripture there too. I think. Uh, but I want to tell you that one of the platforms is 66 pages, and the other one is 55. And here are the contrasts. <laughs> one of them mentions Creator, but the other doesn't. Mm-hmm. One mentions prayer, and the other doesn't, or any form of prayer. One mentions pastors, the other doesn't. One mentions church, and the other doesn't. One mentions preach, and the other doesn't. One mentions Bible, and the other doesn't. One mentions sanctity of human life, and the other doesn't. One mentions religious liberty, the other doesn't. One mentions marriage, the other doesn't. Oh my. One mentions father, the other doesn't. One mentions mother, the other doesn't. Come on. And by the way, that one, the one that doesn't mention... Uh, marriage, father and mother does mention LGBT, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. Mm. One mentions conscience, the other doesn't. One mentions ethical, the other doesn't. One party platform mentions God 15 times and the other three times. Mm. One mentions Christian eight times and the other and Muslim one time and the other mentions Christian one time and Muslim six times. Oh one mentions God given nine times and the other two times. Okay, I'm just going to read a couple more. One mentions the Constitution 79 times mm-hmm. and the other seven. Oh, my. You see, that's what's standing in the way yeah. of 
a takeover of our country yes. is our Constitution, which protects our right, our religious freedom, which, by the way, is the very first of the amendments, religious freedom. Yes. The very first. We're protected. Bowling is not protected. Okay, your right to go bowling, uh, <laughs> your right to to, 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 to to do whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. but religious freedom is, and our re- freedom in the church yes. is the number one. And so another one mentions freedom 45 times and the other 11, liberty 24 and the other time, the other one three times. One party says we value the right of Americans, churches, pastors, and religious leaders to preach and speak freely according to their faith. One party platform defines marriage as joining one man and one woman, and the other does not. Mm-hmm. So I could go on and on and yes. on, yes. but I just want you to know that there are stark differences between the two platforms, yes. and I'm asking your listeners to download this form from us on our new website called yes. biblicalvoter.com. Biblicalvoter.com. Correct. And it's under the party platforms. There's a video there that you can show in your church or send around to your friends that outlines what these two platforms stand for. And I'm going to ask all of you to get right before the Lord and at least align your vote and the party that you're going to associate with to your biblical values. Your Remember biblical what it values. says in Psalm 1, don't stand in the way of the wicked or sit in the seat of the mocker. And right now, for those of you that are picking the party that murders babies in the womb, it's a come to Jesus moment for you. And frankly, I can't, I won't stand for it in My. the church anymore. Well, you know, and here's the thing. I mean, a lot of people, they remove themselves from the actual truth of government and the people who govern and say, uh, I kind of like this person even though they have a D by their name. <clears throat> Excuse mm-hmm. me, folks. Mm-hmm. But, but, but look at the party platforms. And if somebody is supporting uh, abortion, mm-hmm. uh, if they're uh, supporting you know, same-sex marriage stuff, if they are supporting, uh, oh, I don't know, anything that has to do with taking away uh, personal privilege and things like that, be very aware. You, you, you're gonna, your vote not only counts in the earthly realms, but God is watching. Well, I'm, I'm just going to be very bold. Yes. I was a Democrat mm-hmm. once upon a time. Yes. Uh, my entire family was, and I grew Ronald up Ronald Reagan was. And I grew up well. that way. I became a Christian, and as a matter of fact, I I didn't know this, but my mother, when she just before she passed away, told me she was a communist, and she was looking for a party to house herself in, and she could not find a party, so she chose the Democrat Party, and that's how I was raised as oh a communist in the Democrat Party. And then when I found Christ, I compared the two, and I went, wait a second, I cannot be a Democrat anymore. I'm a Christian first. I'm a Christocrat. Oh, no, that's exactly right. Yeah, we won't have to line up with the R's and the D's. Right. What are What's the moral values and which party embraces those moral values? You don't even have to go with the R or the D. You just go with the with the uh, posture that's a godly posture. We've, uh, we're running out of time in this segment, but we've certainly opened the can, and we're going to get into it in great detail and get ready. And, you know, this may stir some people a lot of different directions, but that's okay. When you make a godly stand, you've got to be ready for the consequences, but there's somebody that's protecting me that's bigger than I am, and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Dren Reese and I are going to continue this conversation on this 4th of July weekend, and happy Independence Day. Let's keep it that way. Dren and I.
We'll be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 k Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on k This is Rob Stark, pastor of Lampladder Revival Center. There is a time and a season we're entering right now where the new wine is being released and we all get to drink of it. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on AM 1210, K-Praise. Welcome back to, you know, they talk about firecrackers on the 4th of July weekend. I don't know whether they're going to be subjugating those because of quarantine things or whatever, but I'll tell you what, come to this radio broadcast and you're getting plenty of fireworks. Gran has unleashed, as have I. You know, both of us, you know, sometimes we sit and we go, God, this nation is under threat, under siege. What can happen? And the answer to what can happen is sitting in your chair. The answer of what can happen is the person that's looking in your mirror right now, looking right back at you. And the truth of the matter is God has built us to make godly stands. I mentioned uh, earlier, uh, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their life unto the death. Um, You know, God wants us to go all the way into that intimacy. And it's costly, but it's costly with a price that uh, has no there could be no uh it's there's no definition to the value of our stand with the lord because he'll intervene in the midst of it they overcame him by the blood of the lamb you know any believer has the blood of the lamb that's a done deal period um and the word of their testimony you're getting a little bolder there you know you'll speak out when maybe nobody's around but and but then he wants us to speak out literally about what's going wrong and what's going right, <clears throat> and also give Holy Spirit the opportunity to use you to to solidify that and to cure people's hearts. And then the last one is loving not their life unto the death. That is giving it all to the Lord, knowing that He will protect you and inspire you. Dren, I'm going to use this to hand it over to you because we want to talk a little bit about the different not only the different platforms, but identifying the different people and making our stand. Listen, my friends, this is just not a passive conversation. This is a do it or die conversation. Dren? Yeah, I botched that uh, scripture in the earlier segment, and I want to correct that. It's Ecclesiastes 10.2, a wise man's heart inclines him to the right, mm-hmm. but a fool's heart to the left. You didn't botch it. You just didn't have a, <laughs> you didn't have your scripture uh, yeah. reference handy. You'd, right. you'd done good. <laughs> but I also want to share a couple of other uh, scripture verses that empower yes. biblicalvoter.com. And I want all your listeners to write that website down, biblicalvoter.com. Voter, singular. Biblicalvoter.com. Because that has all the tools and resources that you're going to need for every election. And it's also fantastic for churches because there's a great video that you can show in churches and many churches in this last election did. And we have all of the state voter guides from a biblical standpoint. And you can trust this website because our hearts are rent before the Lord. And we want that you vote your values, your Christian values. So we don't want to make any mistakes on that. Now, is this a perfect website? Are all these people on here perfect Christians? No. No, no, this is the problem. But I do want to share that Exodus 18, and these scripture verses are downloadable also from the website under uh, biblical voter registration. But, you know, pastors and many people say it's not our role and responsibility to be involved in elections. Mm. And I say, wait a second here. The Lord said, Exodus 18, moreover, select able men from all the people, 
men who fear God, who are trustworthy and hate a bribe, and place them over the people as chiefs of thousands, hundreds, fifties, and of tens. Now, select. Take the S off, and uh, you have right. what? The elect. elect. So that's so good. <laughs> and a lot of times, the God's kids are identified as God's elect. So, I mean, exactly. it's, it's throughout Scripture, actually. Come on. And Proverbs 29, two is when the godly are in authority, the people rejoice. Yes. Yes. But when the wicked are in power, they groan. And I want to ask all of you today on July 4th, are you rejoicing or are you groaning right Come now? Come on, Dren. Are you? Folks, you need to take a good hard look at what our government has become without you. Yes. And you need to step back in. And we're providing the resources for you to step back in. So yes, I'm going so, to give you a couple of resources. Yes. And then after you do, let's talk a little bit about California. Well, I am. And I'm going to jump right into that, California, because one of the resources is another website. Grab your pencil. It's judeochristiancaucus.com, judeochristiancaucus.com. And on judeochristiancaucus.com are bills and resolutions. So we talked earlier about the bad fruit Mm -hmm. and the good fruit. Well, here's what we have done to help pastors and citizens of America, or certainly of California, to know what bills are being uh, introduced and where they are in committee or if they've passed their Senate, etc. <clears throat> so in California, there's bills and resolutions. You can go to that website, Judeo Christian Caucus. But I just want to share with you that most of the time, here are some of the bills that have been introduced by all Democrats. An LGBT one, AB 2218, that's providing for Puberty blockers for eight-year-olds in the schools. Puberty blockers for eight-year-olds? What what does an eight-year-old know about their their sexual preferences? Mm -hmm. But you would think that these kids were mature adults at the age of five, where now in kindergarten they can walk out of the room and come back in as as an opposite gender, which happened in a Rockland school, and scared the daylights out of the other children. They ran home to their mom and said, Mom, am I going to turn out to be a boy? What is happening in our public Come schools? On. What is happening? This is child abuse as far as I'm concerned. Here's another one. Another LGBT uh, subject matter, SB 132. Now you're talking by a about Democrat, the state of State of California, California. And, the, and the fruit, the fruit that they're trying to grow on these trees in California. My. And the people, us, we don't know all the bills. We, we have over 3,000 bills introduced in California alone in January. Most states have 20, 24, 15. We have 3,000. Why are they doing that here in California? Mm. And almost all of them are bad. All of them are bad. They have something to do with always sex. These are two bills that have to do with the LGBT. Now we've got, uh, and I have, I'm not even done. So we've got an abortion bill uh, by another Democrat uh, that they want to memorialize Roe versus Wade and support abortion. And another one, SR-66 by Le- Le- uh, Levia, <laughs> and the other guy's name is L- Lehman, which is like mm-hmm. a lemon. Okay, but the point is, is that when you put a D or an R after their name, and mm-hmm. you are able to look at it in, in clear black and white sure. as to who's introducing these bills, you start to see a pattern here. And folks, I'm just going to be honest. It's Vol- not the Republicans that are introducing these bad bills. Mm-hmm. When it has to do with abortion, sex ed in the public schools or the LGBT addenda, it's all the Democrats. Mm. They are forcing this on our pure, innocent children in the public schools. So I'm asking the parents 
to wake up. Why are you sending your kids to these public schools yes. when this is what your kids are going to be exposed yes, to? Yes, yes, yes. So that leads me actually into another segment of or another reason why you need a salt and light biblical citizenship ministry. Whether you can actually make it operate at your church or you do it as an individual, you need to get trained on how to have the tools to know what's going on at the state legislative level. We can help you with that, and that's part of the training. We can help you know how to vote your values with the biblical voter. But now we've entered into a new arena, and that's in the public schools. We are saying now that, you know, the COVID virus on all levels seems to be very bad. But God, in his great mercy, took every kid out of the public school where they were getting indoctrinated. Yeah, by bad education. By bad education (laughs) with Common Core and getting dumbed down and indoctrinated in socialism and shut it down. Praise the Lord. Yes. I think that's a moment of rejoicing. (laughs) (laughs) So because of that, and actually long before that, I had teamed up with some wonderful people, uh, Alex Newman and E. Ray Moore. E. Ray Moore Mm -hmm. wrote the book, The Exodus Mandate, years ago, where he did an exhaustive study of the public school system. And, And it was never intended to be, never intended to propagate Christianity or the Bible. They were from day one getting rid of it. John Dewey, Horace Mann, both communists. So I want to share with you, and I think in our next segment, we can talk a little bit more about public school exit. Sure. We're we're going to deal with this. We're going to devote the entire last segment, not only to that, but to activating you, my listener friend. You know, one of the things that Dran said, I'm going to put some scriptures attached to it in the minute or so that we have left here and use that as a springboard into the next segment. This next last segment is something that you need to pay very close attention to because we're coming up against it and it's time for us to respond and respond correctly. But Dran was talking about the good fruit and the bad fruit and we're talking about California. And I said, you know what, first that which is natural and that which and that, that which is spiritual. California is one of the most fruitful States in in the Union, it is many, many, many wonderful uh, fruits and vegetables uh, in the natural and also in the in, the, in <laughs> politics. There are a lot of fruits and vegetables too, <clears throat> but the enemy wants to take the the the, the fruit and make it fruitless in, in a very very true sense of the word. So be be aware that the natural God wants the bounty of California to return in the natural and spiritual as well. And let me just remind you, I've just got a few seconds here, but this is the time frame in the Bible, uh, thousands, literally thousands of years ago, when the children of Israel, the, the 12 tribes, 10 of them said they went into the promised land, they, their giants are in the land, it's a wonderful land, but we can't take it. And the two, uh, Joshua and Caleb said, we are well able to take the land. And the Jews, th- this is the time frame right now that we're in right now, way back then, this was within that 40 day span where they were uh, looking at the land and saying, it's beautiful, we can take it. Here we are in the United States of America, and our land is being threatened. And here we are in California, and our land is being threatened. Sure, it's fruitful. We know it's fruitful, but it's being threatened. We have an opportunity, just like they did back then, to say, no, 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 this is our land. We're taking it, and we're keeping it. That's where we are right now, and and Dran and I are going to talk about this and more when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, 
Back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on AM 1210 K with Cass Taylor. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego and happy 4th of July Independence Day. And it is, we have the opportunity to keep it an Independence Day. I've got Dran Reese, my co host, for this last segment of the two hours. Can you believe it? And she goes, Well, if this is the last segment, it has to be the action segment. I said, Well, then I'm going to hand it over to you, Dran Reese. Lay it on us. I can't believe that we're almost done, Kaz. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It goes so fast. Well, I thank you all out there for listening. I want to share a couple of things that you definitely can do. Number one, we talked about becoming salt and light. Yes. Becoming salt and light. Go to the website, saltandlightcouncil.org. On that website, you will find the following websites that I'm going to talk about. I have got to tell you about public school exit. With what happened in uh, to, with the COVID virus and shutting down the public schools, what an amazing opportunity. There are so many parents right now that are looking for ways to keep their kids out of school. They actually now enjoy <laughs> having their kids around. And this was actually supposed to be what was our job uh, originally is to train up our children in the Where way they that should they should go. Exactly. Yes. I mean, you know, this is our job. We're to direct the, them in the right path so that when they get older, they won't leave from it and 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 to be there with your mothers and fathers i mean this is really i homeschooled my kids that's why Mm -hmm. this is so important to me is because i know the joy that our family uh, had when we raised our kids together so i want to share publicschoolexit.com publicschoolexit.com and they'll see it on your salt and light council yes you can go to salt and light council and there's it'll be there on the home page But if you just want to go and learn about the public school system right now and how to get your kids out, it's called Public School Exit. We are also doing a weekly Ask the Experts, and we have some amazing experts. So if you go to that website, you'll see, including Sam Sorbo. Sam Sorbo, her husband is Kevin Sorbo, who was Hercules in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. And tons of uh, phenomenal experts where you can find out about all the variety of options that there are available uh, for your children Mm -hmm. because you don't have to just send your kids to a public school. And frankly, the more and more I think about what has a public school become, it's almost in a way like a babysitter for us. We just throw our kids there and we don't really pay attention. But we have school options available. You can learn all about the co-op method online education, homeschooling, Christian schools. We even have a section on starting a school at your church. And frankly, at your church, at your church, I I think this is how the church is going to get resurrected. So pastor, if you're still listening, hear me (laughs) on this one. This may be your ticket back. You don't need to have all the licenses that you think you need to have to have a school. It's a co-op form of homeschool, and that'll bring all these parents back to your school. Yes. So why don't you learn about that on our website and then give us a call. We have Dr. Carl Brogy, who who has been who has done this for over 20 years and all of his homeschooled children went to Harvard and Yale. Uh-huh. Not, that, not that that's a necessarily a badge of honor anymore, but, <laughs> you, you know, I guess it is in some ways. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, that's going to be weekly. So you can sign up for that. It'll be at 11 o'clock every Wednesday. Ask the experts. So all of you parents out there who have had your kids in the public school, and you are ready to keep them home because mm. you know that they're in danger. And that's one of the number one reasons why parents are getting their kids out of the public school is for safety and health reasons, and not to mention the complete dumbing down, the sexualization, and their data mining and profiling your children. Oh, come on. I know. That's... Yeah. We actually call them inmates of the government school. But 
worse than that, they're turning them into drones of this socialist globalist propaganda Mm. that we, uh, you know, we want to take control of our kids. And that's what we did. And the reason why Lenin knew if he could get control, he said it, this was a Marxist strategy. Just give me one generation of children and I'll own the state. And so that's exactly what's happened. Our kids are marching to the beat of the Bernie Sanders uh, socialist agenda. And in fact, there's a whole movement of our kids that are following Bernie Sanders. Mm -hmm. So we want to teach our children the truth. We don't want them to learn fake history anymore. So public school exit would be awesome. And, oh, I have another one. Okay. This is off the charts. (laughs) Okay. I'm going in. I'm going going in. I'm going deep. (laughs) Okay, you've heard about the deep state, right? Oh, yes. Well, we have another website, which you cannot access from Salt and Light Council. It's called the2020panel.com. The, T-H-E, 2020panel.com. I urge all of your listeners to go to that website and watch every video, deep state video. Now, we we do have speakers on Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're starting a new three-part series. Now, we've had Trevor Loudon. We've had uh, Curtis Bowers in the past mm-hmm. because we are exposing the deep state and what that is. Now, I have to tell you, I am a proud conspiracy theorist because now I get it. <laughs> I get that they, yes. that's a propaganda. They're not theories anymore. Many, no. many of them are not theories no. anymore. No, and we, we cover on this one website, there are videos. I'm asking everybody out there who wants to know the deep, dark truth about what's going on, yes. and, it, and it, will, it will prick your soul, and I'm sorry about that. But if you know, then you, you've ex- your, your eyes are open. You're clear on who the enemy is, and you're willing to do something about it, and that's where being salt and light comes in. Sure. And the, the thing is, you have these things all the time. Right. Well, here's the good news is that these will be recorded, and so you can watch them yes. online. So we'll have Black Lives Matter, and then we're going to be talking about the police. Uh-huh. We're going to be talking about the police. But what's Vital so topics. amazing about the deep state and the 2020 panel is we cover Watch those videos. Pastors, citizens of the church— Good Christians, learn what has been happening to you. You're going to learn about the occult. I know this sounds crazy, and I thought it was before, believe me, but I'm a believer now. It's happening. But you need to know the truth. You're going to learn about socialism, progressivism, China, the elite powers behind the one world, the enemies that are actually in our state governments. They're in Sacramento and in our government, the cabal. All about Pizzagate, human trafficking, secret societies. Yes. You're going to learn about the Muslim Brotherhood, the deep state, Bill Gates, mm. who, by the way, owns the uh, patent yeah. on the virus. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You're going to learn about the microchipping, the Wuhan virus, all about the vaccinations. He, that own, they want he to owns their body. the... the, the uh, the the rights not to the to the virus but to the vaccination right well no I think he owns the virus he actually he owns the virus he actually owns the virus that's the way I understand it <laughs> dig into that my dig friends. into that not but sure you can watch that, it on the videos yes. it's on the videos but also did you know that there's uh, the the contract tracing bill is H R six 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 my my okay where are we right now in time plus you'll also learn about the pharmaceutical industry and how that has been co-opted mm-hmm. and why you're paying so much money and how it is that china owns all of our pharmaceuticals and you'll learn a lot about dr fauci sure. i highly recommend that you watch every one of those videos on the 
2020panel.com. Yes. We're going to have to start winding up now, but let me, let me make one comment here because we've, you know, we've uh, stirred a lot of stuff up here. And I need you to know, because we've been talking about the LGBT. T, yeah. Yeah. You need to know something about believers in Christ. Believers in Christ love people. It's not a matter of the person. It's the matter of the choices. And the choices can be adjusted, and the person can be all that God has intended that person to be. So just know this. There's no hate or ulterior motives in these kind of comments. It's basically because God wants you to be all that he's created you to be. Dran is getting close to winding up. Any last thoughts and website information? Dran well, I just have to say, happy 4th of July. And I know we we uh, dropped a lot of information <laughs> on you, but I think you're worth it. You are worth and it. And you and you and our country, we're a team. Let's go fight the good fight of faith. Let's be a light to the world. And I want you to know that I love you. And this is what I live to do every day of my life is to be that watchman on the wall yes. and help you to know and put out the resources that make it easy for you to go out and be salt and light. So just go do it and let's do it together. And let's, I love you. Let's do it together. And not only that, but you can influence, influence other people too, as well. Sometimes you may not be a pulpit pounder, but you can be a behind-the-scenes person, and those behind-the-scenes person uh, people uh, make all the difference in the world. My listening friends, coming up against the, the uh, end of the hour and uh, the end of the two hours for Come Together San Diego, uh, what a remarkable show, Independence Day show, and it's time for us to reclaim our independence upon the governments, against the governments, but our dependent dependence upon God. And uh, so we're honored to be in this wonderful country that for the longest Time has embraced Judeo-Christian values. So more coming next week, as we always do on Come Together San Diego. Dran Reese, Salt and Light Council, thank you so much for spending two hours with us on this broadcast. I had so much fun, Cass. Thank you so much. God pleasure. bless you. God bless you guys, and we'll see you soon. God bless. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on AM 1210 k Praise.